Hey guys, I want to say uh, welcome. That's what we're going to start there, right? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. This is the 1028 Podcast with Corey Ochai, and you know I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Josh Snyder. Hello. Uh, you're listening to my podcast, Thoughtful Discussions. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate uh, you tuning in, and hopefully you enjoy this content. I have a very special guest with us today, a uh, good friend for many years. I've been been able to see him grow into an entrepreneur, and uh, and he might say that I've inspired him, but honestly, he's inspired me too, and I'm really glad to have him here. Uh, I'm here with Pat Bruner, baby. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm excited. Excited for this to one. be here. <laughs> and what do you do? Uh, I do a lot. I, <laughs> um, I'm a photographer first and foremost. Yes. I always like to say, um, yes, I do a lot of photo shoots. I always have a camera with me. Um, I also own Bankrupt Bodega in Bloomfield um, and Bodega Film Lab. Yeah. Um, so camera shop, film lab, film processing, um, art gallery. Yep. Very cool. How small? Uh, sorry. How big is that space? <laughs> <laughs> Give it away. Are you so with shade, Josh? Are you so with shade, my No, girl. he loves it. It, 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 it fits. It fits. It's perfect. It's it's all of 380 square feet, baby. Love it. Oh yeah, come on with that. <laughs> and we, Bodega for real. We get it going in there, though. Yeah, everything has its place. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to be here too, Josh. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. You have been a mentor for me. Uh, Goes both for ways. a while. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you give me chills. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what, for those first time listeners, this podcast is definitely about, um, it's, not, it's about inspiring people. It's about uh, if you out there and you want to go do something mm-hmm. with yourself, you want, you got a goal that you want to accomplish. Uh, sometimes you go through a lot of emotions, you know what I mean? Sometimes there's, there's things that, that cause you not to go there mm-hmm. um, or, or to go forward. And hopefully by us having these conversations with some very dope entrepreneurs and people in general, I think that's the most important part. You know, maybe you can gather something from it. So I, I wanted to tap that in there because I yeah. just gave mm-hmm. real, like, lame <laughs> intro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used yeah. to that. It's been a little bit, man. It's good. Uh, yeah, man. So we, we are so happy to have you, my friend. I'm happy to be and here, man. We've got so many questions about the bodega, man. It's good to meet you, that, too, Corey. Yeah, I, I can't believe we haven't met. I know, man. I've heard so much about you, man. I yeah. heard so much about you. So I got some questions, things you probably don't even know I know. Okay, <laughs> cool. I want to holler at <laughs> okay, you about. Cool, cool. You know? But uh, yeah, man. So you guys, you guys yeah. obviously have like a cool relationship. And uh, it's, it's been going on for how long have you guys known each other? Um, That would be... Like 20, 2015, 2016? Sounds right. Something like that. Yeah. When yeah. you got to think that long, I know there's a journey. Involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not that long, but there's a lot going on in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you guys inspired each other as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seeing, I mean, seeing him grow um, and develop his ideas was, was something to, and, and being able to um, be kind of on the inside of that. And have a like a voice of, um, you know, maybe tweak this here or there, and mm-hmm. and um, see the developmental side uh, being. I mean, not a huge part of that, but just uh, part of the conversation. I think is uh, is an important place to be mm-hmm. for for your friends and as someone that has been an entrepreneur for uh, a longer time. Uh, I guess like. When we met, I, I think I was probably 11, 12 years in, mm-hmm. um, working for myself. So there's a certain um, 
you have to be able to be comfortable in this. It is. It can be very chaotic, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a lot of good and a lot of bad, and, and knowing kind of what to expect, it it helps you uh, be able to thrive no matter what those situations might be. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's what I was able to kind of lend. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely like a voice of reason <laughs> Yeah, for me. Like uh, I remember the one time we uh, sat down and I was like, man, I really want to open the store. What do you think? Yeah. And just like left it so broad, you know? Right. But you were so supportive. Thank you. I was like, man, there's no way it's possible. And you're like, <laughs> yes, do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> But I mean, you it's hit a scary wall, you're just going to turn you know? and hit another wall and then you're, you're going to like you're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we're good now. But, you know, go when you're getting ready to take that jump, it's terrifying. It's right. like, man. And, you know, that's because, you know, I'm going to say, Josh, you would have kind of you were pretty much like the same for me as well. Thank you. You know what I mean? By, by making this jump here. And, and, I, and I understand what you're where you're coming from. Absolutely. That <laughs> statement, because I'm just starting this off and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying, mm-hmm. and it, but it wasn't so bad when you have somebody to look at. Oof, that yeah, mean. that's that's that the shark mean. alarm every time. Oh, that's, it's, it's, that shark Dang. alarm is becoming famous. <laughs> if if uh, <laughs> if you have listened to any of the other podcasts that happened exactly at this time, this time during the week, I, I gotta turn it off. This time, <laughs> it happens. So every this is gonna time. go again at eight. <laughs> We're leaving it in. We're leaving it in. But now, man, um, you know. Uh, and this is something that you may not know, but you know, looking at the bodega, and there's so many things that are compiled in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It wasn't like it's not one of those places where, if you have a business plan, you can just you know it's not like it has to evolve. It seems yeah. like the bodega where it is, it evolved into that. And yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna tap into that. We but, should, yeah. But um, because there's so many different elements, man, mm-hmm. and that that right there gave me inspiration as well. Yeah. Uh, just seeing a place that uh, that that's exists like that where you don't need to know it all but you you start to discover mm-hmm. who you are i guess in the process because that's what it yeah. looks like when i look at your guys uh profile for sure you know what i mean there's so many different things but i appreciate um, that that's pretty spot on too yeah it yeah. all like kind of developed really organically in a way yeah, yeah. um because it just started out with clothing like i was just making clothes like with my photos on them or whatever yeah and then um when the pandemic happened, like while I was working at uh, the print shop, um, just like to make some extra money, I like put on my st- my like story one day, like, hey, I can develop your film if you want. Mm-hmm. Hit me up because I had been doing it for myself for um, about eight years at that point. Okay. Um, and then people started hitting me up like that day. Yeah. And then I don't know. I I haven't checked like our customer list recently, but last time I did was a couple months ago. It was like well over like fifteen hundred people we've yeah. developed them for. I mean, I print I print the uh, but like that those order a... forms, and I just had to print you what another yeah what, 2, every every time I order yeah. something, I, I up the quantity. Well, I can I here's the thing as a as a printer, I can see how good or bad people are doing, and like I have people that have like let's say they have like a a beard oil that they sell, and mm-hmm. and they're like. They order two sheets of beard oil labels. It's like 24 labels. And that lasts them like six months. But like on social media, they're like, hey, get yours today. And they're like, they look like they're this big thing. And uh, and then I get to see like, all right, how how much are they really doing? Mm -hmm. Um, And then then to see yours and to see your, you know, you went to 500, 1,000, 2,000. Like, hey, I need more of these. Yeah. Hey, give me the ad on the back. I'll pay for half. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't even seen the yet. I'm excited okay, to see yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, then we like when I had the space too, I was like, we should be having shows here, like, yeah. and turn it into this community thing. So, so it went it went from developing film from clothes. To, it went from clothes in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. in your bedroom. Me sewing to, clothes in my bedroom. To yes. developing film, to becoming a gal. What? Yeah. Like imagine going to. Somebody say, look, I have an idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have an idea. Uh-huh. Look, we can develop film. We can sell clothes as well as it can be an art gallery. Like, that's something that you can't... It's, it's one of those things where you can't really imagine it. No. You know what I mean? It, yeah. just, has to, it just has to exist. Like, yeah. man, this is the first time I've ever heard of something yeah. like that, especially here in this in this area, in this in this in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, before the podcast started, we talked. I was talking about just the way it feels. It feels like a culture. It feels like a community. Mm-hmm. It feels like when I'm looking at you guys enjoying yourself. You know, it almost feels like a party, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously, also with the followers and all the things going on, it also feels successful. Yeah. You know, so. Um, I personally am, you know, started something and I feel comfortable not knowing exactly what I'm going to be yeah. because I just want to stay organic with it and mm-hmm. let it kind of become what it is and seeing spots like what you have mm-hmm. and what's going on. And this is from a distance. It yeah. does inspire us. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to you. I I'm trying that. to give you your flowers. That's I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. you. Know I appreciate that. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. No, you go ahead. Um, you go first, and then I get, I'll remember I, what I said. I remember, too, like, I, I, it was only going to be a clothing brand. Like, that's all I was interested in, you yeah. know? Um, and I was doing, like, my little photo gigs on the side or whatever, mm-hmm. um, always. And then, yeah, I, I'll, like, remember it so vividly. It was like I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, this should be a part of the brand, like, <laughs> yeah. of the film, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I put it on my story, and, like, two people hit me yeah. up or whatever, and then yeah. that night, I remember it so well, like, yeah. shot up out of bed, like, this should be branded as yeah. part of the whole package. Right. Um, like a department of it. Yeah, and, the like, the store could not exist if it was just a clothing store. Yeah. Um, it's, like, kind of too niche, I think, and um, a lot of stuff we do are, like, one-on-one pieces, so yeah. it's a lot of work for me. Um, so I really have always wanted to like diversify the business in a way yeah. and have like a couple of different streams of income coming in. So, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Same. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, you know, my next question is how do you know how to identify if it's like, how do you keep it organic? Right. Like I know there's some things you've probably tried that didn't work out so well. How do you know if it's something mm. that you keep? Because a lot of times when you try something new, it doesn't always work out at first, but you, if you, if you, if you want it, Mm-hmm. You, it, it takes some time to yeah. really grow to tell you that it's going to be something that's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, for successful for revenue cost or or just to be part of your brand. Like, how do you, how do you know when it's the right thing? Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it it was like kind of a necessity in okay. the community because there's yeah. nowhere else really that develops film. That's true. Um, so was there anything that you tried to lean into that didn't end up working out? Um, gotcha. Um, or you're like, oh, I think this will work. I'm going to try to develop this. And then you're like, ah, no, different direction. That, that, mm-hmm. That's not. Um, not yet. I lo- uh, not I yet. Love yet. I love that. I love <laughs> not that. Yet, so I, I, I really direction, can't. My God. So I had two questions is one, 
Um, I think that COVID has uh, taught us in business that, I mean, before COVID, you had to pivot as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But with COVID, it was like, no, you have to pivot. Mm-hmm. Like you have to learn how to do it and you have to, you have to like learn, like to lean into things and change things, try things, whatever. Um, and you started your business midst in the midst of COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, it wasn't like you had a sample of what business was like before and then what business is like after, like you were in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we were mid shutdown, but we were, um, no, we were in it. Yeah. 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 New and segment you opened, alert. Gifts of the pandemic. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Yin and yang, man. There's some good in every bad. The gifts and, of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's another reason why it was yeah. so scary at the time because it was yeah. like, this is crazy to open a business right, right now. This is insane. Like, no, I want this. <laughs> this is insane. But, um, you know, what? what uh, what's crazy about that, though, is like, I call them like the pan, like the pandemic hobbies, you know, like people were buying bikes and kayaks. Yeah. Well, people were buying film cameras because they yeah. could walk around the neighborhood by themselves shooting photos. So yeah. like there was this kind of like, I don't know, film was like hip again all of a sudden. Yeah. Like at the same time, it was crazy. Mm. And that's just, I don't know, coincidence, I guess. Yeah. Um, right place, right time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, um, and that's what the pandemic did, man. It made you notice. Mm-hmm. It, it made you present, you know, because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot going on. There wasn't no cars going up and down the road. The world was at a standstill, and you mm-hmm. got an actual chance to see what it looked like. Yeah. You know, and people... And hold on, that's a perfect segue. Yeah. You did a, a series of called Pittsburgh Nostalgia. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And that's like a... Perfect to what you were just saying, but like, what describe that to someone that hasn't seen it yet what was that show so that was me running yeah. around the neighborhood taking photos by myself yeah <laughs> and it was just Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh, <clears throat> like real nostalgic ginzery um like, yeah it's yeah. there like we did a lot of printing for that mostly like yeah. old houses like um there's a few in charford you hit that yeah, was, that yeah yeah came out really nice so what i would do is i would take my bike and my camera and then um go out around sunset and then pick a neighborhood i really like these old like um blue collar like working class like pittsburgh neighborhoods mm. um so i would kind of focus on them and then just ride my bike around for a couple hours and just shoot photos of houses and whatever you got a, he's got a good one of gooskies yeah that was cool <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah but and so it and but it turned into gooskies. this like uh it turned into this whole series i'm i'm gonna i want to do a zine on with yeah. those photos awesome soonish yeah i'm, gonna, well, I'm not awesome. gonna let y'all just go past that what's gooskies uh, okay. it's like, it's like the punk bar in Polish Hill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's I, a very Yinzery thing. It's okay. a very Yinzery dive bar. So, yeah. It sounded so Pittsburgh. That's why I did <laughs> it. It is. So I was like, why don't I know that? Yeah. It feels like something I should know. Yeah. But the, it's been there forever. It's okay. a, it's a, it's like a establishment in Polish yeah. Hill, you know? But the, the film, the picture that you took of it, 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 uh, expresses it very, like you see mm-hmm. it you're, you're, if you've been in there and you know it and then you're mm-hmm. like, ah. Oh, yeah, like that's, that's yeah. Without even going inside, just the picture but of the outside. I, I would post like, those too, yeah, and yeah. people would like hit me up every time. and be yeah. like, "Wow, this this reminds me of this. This reminds me of so and so. I live here now. This is crazy. This There's reminds me of Pittsburgh." Huge attachment to to some of these yeah some of these things, absolutely. But um, so I have another segue. Uh, where well, you said you do a lot of bicycling. Tell me about the uh, bicycling the uh, philanthropy you did for yes. Uh, yeah, the that was also food rescue. That was Shout also, out to them. 
Shout out four and two food rescue. Shout yeah, out. That's right, baby. Uh, yeah, that was also mid COVID. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just I don't <laughs> even know why I did that. I have no idea. I just I was riding my bike so much. Yeah. And I I, I kind of remember like one day being what, on the bike. How many miles was it? Uh, I did four hundred and fifteen in a Hold week. Up. It was supposed to be four hundred and twelve. What? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just set up like a GoFundMe and cause I was, I seriously, I was like riding my bike already like five hours a day because okay. there was nothing to do and I, it was just good for me. And I was like, well, I could maybe turn this into something positive. Yeah. So yeah, I just made a GoFundMe right. and started posting that I'm doing this bike ride and it's going to be, there are people that joined you. It's going right? to be, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be 412 miles in a week and all the money's going to go to 412 Food Rescue. That's, that's um, dope. Yeah, that's dope. It's super man. random. What, how much did you end up raising? I think we raised like just under ten grand. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. crazy. In a week. <laughs> yeah. In a week. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's beautiful. It's great. And all I did was ride my bike around. I mean, for a week. It was great because I was doing it anyway. <laughs> exactly right. But also to 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 have that entrepreneurial spirit to understand like there's an opportunity here to create something. Not just mm-hmm. saying like money wise, but just identifying like when you just identify like look i'm doing this anyway there has yeah. to be something yeah. more to this that can actually right. yeah, help something or produce something right or create something bigger than just this when you look like hold on you looked like you forgot about it like when i asked you you're like oh yeah that <laughs> nobody's asked me that in a while yeah i mean so much has happened since then yeah true <laughs> absolutely we'll yeah. get it we'll get into that yeah. in a were you always like an entrepreneur though was was it was what was like the first thing when it was yeah. like the first time in your life when you would you you maybe bought something and say you know what I can sell it for this uh-huh. because it feels like you have that. Corey spirit. was out selling candy in, in elementary. Oh, we school. were selling lemonade on the corner oh, in absolutely. Forest Hills, man, for sure. I'm from Braddock. Oh, that's what's up. Yo. I went to Woody High. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> so I'm about to give y'all a story. That's so my yeah. entrep- my entrepreneurial uh, story goes like this. We were selling. I don't know if you remember Happy Crack. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I talk to people about this and they have, and they no, have no idea. idea. Yeah. So for those listening, this is not a drug, depending on who you are. Um, but um, <laughs> this one is sugar and Kool-Aid, right? Uh-huh. And you, you mix it together. and um, Like a fun dip. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we, would sell, we would sell, sell it like, in plastic baggies. We would sell it in plastic baggies. Like, <laughs> I mean, like a hood funded. Yeah. <laughs> Make it yourself and exactly, use a finger. Exactly. <laughs> People were going, wow. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, man, it was. It, we used to sell it at like 50 cents a pop, and it was uh-huh. like this much. Yeah. And uh, yo, so let me get let me get your happy crack uh, memory. Uh, if that's a segue for us, yeah. I, guess, I don't know. Man, I, I just remember people walking around Woody High with bags of Happy Crack. Yeah, like, people were getting in trouble for it. Like they were. <laughs> it was, it was, Little do you know, it came from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the plug, my guy. That's I was funny. The plug. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, nah, but we did that. We, uh, you know, we sold, you know, just anything. We go to Family Dollars, grab a, ba- a dollar bag of like. Jo- uh, watermelon suckers or Jolly Ranchers suckers and go around selling for 50 cents. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, those type of things. It and was... then you, you were a snubbling show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I was doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was like the neighborhood, like, grass-cutting kid. Yeah. I, I had, it. like, 20 houses, you know, on the books yeah. every week. Yeah. I knew it, man. I, yeah. I knew there was something in you because yeah. that, that's where it starts, man. Yeah. Like, you know, so, like uh, – was what was like your first endeavor? Was that your first endeavor? Was like shoveling snow and, mm-hmm. and cutting grass? Mm-hmm. What did that grow into? Because you seem like a person that, that keeps identifying opportunities as I, you see it. Or I did that all high school. I mean, yeah. I made a lot of money doing that. It was crazy. Um, 
But I wouldn't say it was like, I wouldn't even necessarily call it like a landscaping business. It was just like, you know, all the neighbors. Um, Yeah. But I think that, I I don't know, there's just something about that spark that's like I can make money doing, providing a service or like being a part of this community like in that way. So I think that's the biggest obstacle that people face when they're uh, thinking about like quitting their jobs or they are in a transition period where they have an opportunity to work for themselves, but they shut themselves down Mm -hmm. or the people around them might shut them down and um, they go back into working for someone else, which for a lot of people works out really well. And if they love it, that's great. Um, But if they have like an inkling of a feeling of like, should I try to do something? Um, That's where there's a lot, there's a big cloud over their head Mm -hmm. that they're not sure of. But once you can break that, and you realize that you can be worth more to yourself than what anyone else will pay you, mm-hmm. then the, that breaks the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? As your beard no, gets stop. longer, you get wiser. I'm telling you, man, you operate <laughs> on a different frequency. I'm getting some white in there. Was, yeah. Ever since we got back, I was like, man, you were operating on a different frequency. <laughs> it's, it's real deal. I'm proud of you, man. It's, it's, I, love, I, love, I love what's coming out. <laughs> Thanks. So um, that's a little bit about the past. And uh, yeah. what, what's inspired you to, like, if, if you were to say, like, where you're at now, um, what would you say if you were to pick a few things that have, uh, have kind of influenced you, uh, um, people, events, things, uh, even music, whatever? Um, I used to spend a lot of time at Monroeville Mall. Okay. Um, so I really <laughs> loved, like, going into stores and, like, seeing all the clothes, yeah. like, what was hot, like, touching, feeling fabrics. Yeah. Um, I grew up camping a lot. My parents yeah. are still go like every weekend, but wow. um, just like being out outside and just like kind of in that independence right. of like, I don't know how that's inspired me necessarily, but yeah. it's re- something that's really important to me. I mean, maybe even just realizing that you can, um, you can f- survival, you know, yeah. like you're like, oh, I can make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, my dad had always had like cameras around gotcha. um my grandma had a camera around a lot mm. um so my dad actually gave me uh, my first camera and then did he develop his own film he did not okay um i mean he, back he in the did, day you like, could go he, to giant eagle and get film developed yeah right okay um he did take he went to uh churchill high school so yeah, yeah. he he took like darkroom classes okay. there but wow. nothing like he didn't never did like his gotcha uh, he was never as serious about it as I am, I guess. Sure, sure. <laughs> so he had cameras around, so you kind of knew yeah. what was up. And then um, what age did you start, like, just taking your camera with you around um, more, than, more than, like, a normal person? <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a break yeah. of, like, where yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, shoot, this guy always has um, his camera. When I went, it's true, yeah. When I went to Pitt, um, right around then, yeah, because yeah. I was – just a couple of things, just like going out to parties and stuff all the time. So I would shoot photos of friends and things. Um, and then the four years I was there, I worked at Jimmy John's as okay. a, on my bike delivering sandwiches. Nice. So I would just have the camera on me like while I'm out and about on my bike yeah. and shoot things that are interesting or whatever. Yeah. Um, at that same time, I was doing a lot of concerts too. Okay. Um, so I was shooting like a couple shows a week, like at nice. the Rex and... Um, and was Jane that just Street for you stuff. or was there, was there like a benefit to that? Like, were you um, working with 
some some of my friends like had a uh, band. My really close friends had a band, so yeah. I kind of just naturally became their photographer. Gotcha. Um, and then from that, I started getting gigs for like music blogs and venues would hit me up personally, right. stuff like that. Gotcha. What did you go to school for? I went to school for urban planning and historic preservation. Well, there goes a lot That's of where the plans came from. I got you. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 now it's starting it start to make sense, man. Um, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so you, all right. So you, you start getting gigs, uh, and that's. I mean, was, was that creating enough for you to live off of? Absolutely or? not. Okay. There's okay. no money in okay. there. Okay. <laughs> that, working, yeah, yeah, working for your friends is not where. Yeah, that's, that's not where it's at. Yeah, yeah. musicians <laughs> do not have any money <laughs> right. to, to spend on the photographer. Right. Yeah. Um, but but you, I saw a lot of shows for free. Yeah. Um. And I'll get, you know, a little change on the side or whatever. But sure. I, I'll buy a drink or something. Yeah, right. right. But I really love live music. So I was yeah. like mostly in it for that, honestly. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, I know you, your style probably started to develop. You start to, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe understand how to capture these moments and mm-hmm. those type of things. Mm-hmm. Like, how did how did doing the shows, how did that help your photography? How did that help Ooh, your eye? That's a good question. Shows are really, really hard to photograph. Yeah. Um, because it's so dark, you have to have like a good enough camera um, that can handle those sort of lighting situations in yeah. a way. I would say if you really want to get like quality, quality images, yeah. um, it I, forces you. to... I ran sh- into some issues, had to upgrade. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it forces you to learn more of the manual controls mm-hmm. on a, of a camera and like actually learn about exposure settings and um, how different settings impact the like results of the photo mm-hmm. um so that was kind of huge honestly yeah. um like to this day i i use all manual settings okay that's um, beautiful. I, I think the real ones do you know what i mean if you're yeah. really into it yeah. you really want to because I, I think what, I, what i'm finding out too is like all the automatic settings here that's right. cool but if you really want your, the optimal performance of mm-hmm. any of the device that you're shooting with, right? Yeah. You you gotta know how to you gotta know when to manage this, or when to yeah. move this, or when to yeah. you know. I'm and just learning all. It's this important stuff. to understand why the automatic is doing what it's doing too. Like right. what yeah. is okay, cool, but like why is it doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then being able to expand on that, and then then when you do it manually, you can kind of tweak a couple mm-hmm. of things. So um, but, an- another thing I would say is like what we call like decisive moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's a difference between, uh, what's the best way to say this? I don't know, like, taking an interesting, like, so someone's on stage singing, like, taking yeah. an interesting photo versus a photo where you're like, wow, I can feel that. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that goes into that, and it could yeah. be, like, a difference of two sec, a second or two yes. of whatever movement they're making. Okay. Right. Um, so things like that. Absolutely. That's, that's dope, man. I was... Um I was talking with somebody earlier, and they were talking about, you know, there's a difference between drawing and art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you said that, that's what I was thinking so, of, mm-hmm. right? There's there's a feeling behind, you know, I mean, you know, to sit down and doodle, that's cool, but, like, you want to you want to create something that somebody can feel, right? Mm-hmm. That, that just takes right. that a little bit, it's it's it's, it's different, you know? So um, mm-hmm. how did you start to capture those moments that were... You know those moments that you're talking about now. Like, how how did you start to identify those moments? Like, was it just something that you had to be there and just had to start seeing? Yeah. And I think just feel. Yeah. Um, and then I would I would post all the photos, and then I would pay a lot of attention to like what people were liking more than mm-hmm. other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you say feel. What did it feel like? Yeah. What does it feel like? Do you uh, know that? You yeah. Know that? Uh, yeah. Just like. Uh, 
I don't know. It hits, <laughs> hits you in the chest, you know? Yeah. Like, when you're at a show and you feel a moment, you're like, man, that's... I, I get it. If you know, yeah. you know, right? Yeah, it's right. right. It's, it's, you, it's hard to explain. If you know, you know, but... Yeah. And then more people relate to it because, like, it, it's affirming when you have something and you're like, ooh, that's the one. Yeah. And then you show it off to other people and they're like, oh, man, that one's... That's the one. And you're like, right. oh, I thought so, too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, there... Then once you do that enough times, so... Some things you can't explain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's just yeah. some things I you cannot just, there's some, there's some yeah. things you just can't explain. You just have to feel it to understand what it is mm-hmm. or yeah. be, like, get to that point. So mm-hmm. that was actually a great answer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah, actually yeah. a great answer. And that's, you almost yeah, stumped me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, was, I was working on it. I was like, oh, I'm going to get it before you said it. And that's the stress test, too, because, like, uh-huh. if you're – depending on what business you're in or what stage you're at, like, I mean, you did that early on. You kind of had that – that you went through that period where you had to learn. Corey's kind of getting into this business. It's a new business. He's going through his own stress tests yeah. and, um, you know, feeling it. You were able to do that before kind of your – you started actually working for yourself. So mm-hmm. that – like, I mean, they say 10,000 hours – and you become a professional, right? Mm-hmm. So you were you were getting that time in before it was something that you were actually making money on. Yeah. So now that's an avenue where you kind of have your own um, photography business where you have customers that are getting shoots regularly, mm-hmm. right? And that are actually paying. You have you have the clothing, you have the film, you have um, people buying prints, mm-hmm. and and then there's gallery shows mm-hmm. where you. Get people coming in. You make a little bit of money off that. Like, are there any other avenues I missed? <laughs> God, damn! Yeah, you you selling prints online? Um, you selling, selling clothing yeah, online? We, right? We sell a lot online. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I flip like a lot of antiques and stuff on yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Okay. I'm always like yeah, 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 antiquing yeah. and stuff. It, yeah, I love um, antiquing. But I don't. I don't really like promote that. At all. Gotcha. Are you on TikTok? Just, I'm not on TikTok. No. He's, I'm not. he's, he's, I swear, man, TikTok hired him to, like, <laughs> to go out here and make sure everybody's like, like to ask that question to everybody. But I think he'd do well we, on TikTok. We have man. one for the store. Okay. I, I don't have a personal one or anything. <laughs> we have one, <laughs> we have one for the store, but Tori, okay. Tori yeah. runs it. I, okay. I don't ever look at it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm going to talk about something that maybe only me and you understand. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about like, like good fashion. Sorry, just <laughs> like this. Burn. That's all right. I'll take it. Your style is dope. It's, it's, it's straightforward. It's straight it to is. the point. But I'm looking at you and I'm like, you know, this is put together. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean. I'll also be a nice. I mean, it's all right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, you, you, you know, fashion is something that, you, you, that you, uh, you're that you into. You know, mm-hmm. something that's dear to you. You know, I wouldn't, you wouldn't start something that, you, you know, that you, I don't think you'll create something that you wouldn't wear. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I wouldn't. I mean, right. I, I don't fit into some of the things. That's nothing. Like <laughs> but I would, torso. I would yeah, wear man. them all for sure. Absolutely. Because, like I said, a lot of it's like one-on-one, like custom pieces. Yeah. yeah. Right, how, right. how did that come to be? How did you start to like fall in love with fashion? Um, skateboarding magazines, uh, bands, mm-hmm. um, going to shows, um traveling i think like go like going to new york and like philly a lot and like seeing what people are wearing there mm. oh i love it's so good yeah. i was just in new york for a week or a little bit ago and just like people really really dress there like it's mm. really important to them mm-hmm. um so just like observing what other people are wearing there yeah you go um, to harlem hmm? <laughs> you go to harlem 
No, nah, I, okay. I, 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 I didn't. I'm, I've only been up there once, actually. Um, why do you ask? No, I, I'm always thinking like Dipset. You know what I'm saying? I always think of like the, the dope 90s rappers, like the best dressed uh-huh. 90s rappers came from Harlem. And they, you know, what they say, uh, Harlem keep on making it, Brooklyn keep on taking it. Or something like that. <laughs> it was one of those things. That's uh, probably still true to this yeah, day. Yeah, it was one of those things, you know, a dapper dance from Harlem. You know what I mean? Right. I, if, if I'm not, please kill me in the comments. But I believe <laughs> that's where he resides. But it was, just seems like when I would think of New York, not being a part of or going up there or anything like that, but I always mm-hmm. would hear of Harlem and their fashion mm-hmm. and what they meant to, you know, just urban fashion in general, mm-hmm. you know, so that's um, why I said Harlem. I, I think just, then when I went to Pitt, also um, my roommate um, was really, like, into, like, internet blogs and things, mm-hmm. so he started putting me on to, like, all these streetwear brands and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that I had never heard of because I wasn't like on the internet all like he was. He was like in it, in it you know. Yeah. So that was kind of, I'll say that was a big influence for me too. Is just having that one person that like knew right. what was up. I got you. That's um, dope. Yeah. And and so what were some of the brands that you you like you uh, that you you know you gravitated to? Oh, um, like Ten Deep. Um, Only New York is still like one of my favorite brands. You hundreds guy. The hundreds, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I have a bunch of hundreds. I have a I bunch you. of old hundreds clothes. Yeah. yeah, I love like the old like all over like pa- like prints and patterns mm-hmm. they used to do. Right. So, so what would you say your style is now? That the way you create, you know, if you could say it was mm-hmm. influenced by a certain brand, mm-hmm. you know, what would that be like, or or a certain genre, or a certain time, or a certain era? What would you say your brand represents now? Like, um, like what, you know, what is it paying homage to? That's a your 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 stuff is not like anything that I see yeah, regularly. I mean, it's pretty so we do like screen we do like screen print stuff like this, mm-hmm. um, like pretty regularly. Um and we'll do like whole runs of these hoodies and things. Yeah. Um I'll think about the one on one stuff. But yeah, what I've yeah. really, really gotten into yeah. is like I'll like thrift a bunch of clothes and then um I have these like photo print patches made and all sorts of like weird like patches and things and i'll just i'll sew them into like all of these vintage clothes so it's a combo of like uh i don't know like a vintage brand slash yeah uh modern streetwear brand in a way you know oh we need to talk after this podcast and you got your you you got your patches right you look over there that's that's exactly what i'm trying to do with some of my works uh, yeah. Turn them into patches and do patchwork yeah, on yeah. that. So I got some. I, yeah, know, I'll set you up. Uh, oh, I, I definitely want to come <laughs> down to talk with you, yeah. man. I'm, I'm so interested. So the one and ones. Um, so you said you, you'll grab a whole bunch of stuff uh, that you, you that you enjoy thrifting yeah. and so forth, and then kind of yeah. kind of do a mixture of that and create a con- yeah. I would say concoction of, of dopeness right. or whatever. So in yeah. that way, it's it's always directly something i would wear because if yeah. i'm at the thrift store and i see something i'm like yeah. oh that would make a cool piece like right. i would obviously wear that yeah so i got a question for you um when you have done some different like advertising you did uh you did the one where you were bleaching the shirts at the basketball court. <laughs> oh you remember that um, that video did, was so good <laughs> you did the one where you were on the train tracks with your sewing machine Oh, right. So like, I can't when, believe you remember these jobs. That's crazy. <laughs> um, when you're doing that, like, like the storytelling, and then when you opened your shop, that you had the one where you were like reading a poem, basically, uh-huh. and, and you had like the um, there were that was 
like I got chills just thinking about it. Yeah, that was um, a, that was a really so good one. Yeah. That storytelling did that come from like the people that were helping you do the video, or was that something that you was like an um, innate nature where you were like, oh, this is what I'm trying to portray. I kind I certainly curate those. Yeah. Um, they're mostly my ideas. I, I work with all of those. Yeah, um, with Pat it Hogan. Just, it communicated so well. Like when when you saw like you're out there and you're sewing and it's like like okay, so you're actually out. You're you're yeah. doing. You're creating this. These are your photos. You're putting them on. You're sewing. Yeah. Like in it, it was like it can't be missed. So like anyone that sees that, they're gonna be like, oh okay. Yeah. And then like even, um, I mean yeah, all 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 the ways that you that you have done it have been um, yeah well put together in a way that that the story comes across and uh it, it's not um it's communicated very clearly yeah it's not, not too much yeah. it's not right. like aggressive it's just really well done um i work with pat hogan on pretty much yeah. all of those Love you've him. mentioned yeah um so we just we've been working on these those sorts of things so long now that it's yeah. just like really natural Easy. like i'll just give him an idea and he he like, does okay. like all the all these videos <laughs> we're talking about basically and like all the editing yeah um so yeah, he he'll like bounce ideas off. Gotcha. We did the um for the junk drawer show. We did yeah. the uh yeah yeah the pull out drawer where right. the flyer was in the drawer. Yeah. Well, you know it's crazy. A, a week after I posted that, there was a Heinz ketchup ad. I saw that. You saw that? I man? did. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It was well. It's literally like my same ad, but yeah. with a. It's like. You know, oh, Heinz ketchup. They, they didn't jack you. They didn't jack you. They really style, did. Like, I was like, the timing on that is crazy. And it's yeah. like the same color scheme and everything. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they were like, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you're like, wait, hold on. They be, yeah. they be following me? I can't believe you saw that. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> sent it to me. I was like, no way. Like, yeah. And you know, we're talking that, a lot about like what it is now. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. what, what did it feel like a month mm -hmm. before you opened it? You know, before you opened the bodega, like how how did this? How did uh -huh. you get the confidence to to be like, you know what? I'm gonna sign this lease and okay. I'm going for it. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, that's yeah. a story right I there. I love to tell this. I love <laughs> to tell way, this man. story. I really do, man. So, um, and I even said, I'm like, does that have to be the spot? And you're like, yes, it does. And yeah. Like, he was Come like, on, man, you dude, can look. find something else. Yeah. Okay. I, I love to tell this story. Um, I I had always wanted to open a store. You know. Um, I just never thought it was possible, I guess. Um, and then you're hanging out with me for a little while and you're like, okay, I guess I, I can do it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I also, I, you, you know, like the Uber driverless cars. Yes. yes um, yes. so I worked there for three years, um, out of college, um, like designing maps for the cars, um, which was cool. Paid well. I, you know, I'm not meant for an office. Um, so I had always, I was working on the brand that whole time I was working there, and yeah. I'd always thought about the store. Um, pandemic came around, everybody gets laid off from Uber. Um, Josh gave me a job the same day, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was there for a couple months. Um, went right around the time, um, so I got laid off and I got this severance package. So I had like a couple extra thousand bucks and I was like, what am I going to do with this? Just like invest it somehow. Yeah. What am I going to do? Um, so I figured I could try to use that money to open a store. So I started looking for a spot. Mm. Um, there's the, where the store is now it used to be a barbershop. It used to be a bunch of things, but it was so run down at this time. There was no um, like for rent sign in the window, nothing. Um, it had been vacant for like almost two years, I think. Yeah. 
Um, there were still flowers up in the window yeah, from but, like old yeah. stuff. You see it? You but I it. had a real vision for it, man. And it it's like it was the only option for me. It really was. And so I went through all these loops, asked all the neighbors, anything you could ever imagine to figure out who owned it and what was up with it. Um, How long did that take? A couple months. Did you um, So, yeah, I got a hold of them eventually through um, the Allegheny County Property Assessment website. I found, like, the address they were getting their bills sent to, which was in Fox Chapel. So I started spamming them with, like, letters in the mail huh. a couple of times a month. And... A couple months went by, I didn't hear back. I like gave up, and that's what we were just talking about this uh, conversation where yeah. I, I, he was like, "You should start looking elsewhere." I was like, "Nah, man, that's it." <laughs> yeah. And um, now this is the cherry on top of this story. I eventually decided I'm just I'm going to quit the print shop because I want to put all my time into trying to run the brand online. Yeah. Um, the and I put in like a two weeks, yeah, like a gentleman, right? And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then the day that was scheduled to be my last day at the print shop, I got an email from the people who own the building where the store is. Meant to be. And they said. The day. Yeah, the same day. It's great. I think I was like that at at work. (laughs) I love it. So it was just just meant to be. Yeah. Um, And then, like I said, it needed a lot of work. So we did about um, two and a half months of like pretty much gutted the whole place. Yeah. Um, I I got something, though. So, they could have showed you a place that was already put together uh-huh. that you could have had this, <laughs> uh-huh. that, and the other. Like, you know what? Look, we'll even give it to you. Maybe even you didn't even know what the cost is because you never got the you never got yeah. to call you back. But no idea. You, yeah. you, you could have seen a place that, like, you know what? It would work here, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been. Yeah, you, I, you, I looked at a couple other places. Yeah, you did, and you still said. And I kept sending them like, "Hey, I just saw this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you still. What, what made you? What um, made you so, like I said, I I studied historic preservation of like old buildings and stuff. So I'm really into like working on old buildings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever I, done I any construction to... before? <laughs> Like, a little bit. Um, I dated a chick a while ago. We we bought a we bought a house and tried to renovate it. Okay. It didn't work out. Oh, I thought she was just gonna say like that, that she she works on. I was like, yo, that's like this the way this, this conversation's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. No, so no. a little bit, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, everything's just on YouTube. Got just you. watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Thank goodness. You Shout out to anything. YouTube. I know. Man. Shout out to YouTube. YouTube University. Yeah, there we go. Um. So yeah, I we I did all the renovations myself. A couple of friends would come by and help every, every once in a while. Yeah. Um, the only thing I ever hired anyone for was to um, we had some like lights installed on the porch out front. Okay. But other than that, I did everything. Yeah. Yeah, Muldoon did the the signage. Yeah, right? yeah. Me and John Muldoon painted yeah. the um, painted the front. Yeah. Which was it cool. Look, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. It's unique and it and it, it um, you made it look more like your logo. Which yeah. Um, speaking of like Heinz, maybe ripping you off. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, I mean, I like it's not the first time there. that that you've had uh, your artwork. Oh uh, yeah, stolen or yeah, it's know. happened twice. Yeah, no, it's happened yeah. twice now. That means you're pretty so, good. Yeah, other I people mean, be obviously. be taking his logo exactly and putting new words on it. Oh goodness. Yeah, it's true. Seriously, it's happened twice. And this is they're local too, or no? The one okay. the one was like some random like um like smoke glass shop, he, he and then. Uh, actually, no, we squashed that one in the DMs. Okay. Which is cool. DM. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there was another one in, in New York, uh, where they, um, 
it's an ongoing thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So and I, I want I do want to tap on that. I do want to tap on that. But that's a local that, artist that, yeah. that made that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pseudo doo doo. Yeah. Um, what? Pseudo doo doo is uh, is this? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I've been that's friends dope. with him for a while. That's yeah. So he's dope. a graphic designer. I love that name. Yeah. Pseudo doo doo. I I would try. I would try, but I would slaughter. I want. I, I, I respect. <laughs> Shout out to. Shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this school's going to give yeah. it up. No, he does some that. really great graphic design. He and, does. Um, I'm sure you print some sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did the, like, the Lawrenceville art crawl. Um, we did all those maps. They had all, all that. that yeah, no, it's Instagram. And shout out to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah pseudo doodo. P-S-E-U-D-O. Dudo. D-U-D-O. I was just yeah. testing you right there. I almost stopped you again. <laughs> almost stopped you again. We're, we're keep going for it. Uh, no, but I, I think that's I think that's dope, and and I don't want to like get off of the story, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want to come back to this too, though, uh, especially with the logo. Mm-hmm. But like, all right, so you got the spot, you got it together. Oh you, yeah. You, you, now it's inventory. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are you, you're opening it up, and like how did that feel? You know, what yeah. what, what went on? How did you? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to that. Right? Tell it's me about opening day. Yeah. 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 So there we go. There was, there was a lot of um, um, a lot of clothes to order, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I had been doing that for a while now, so I was kind of used to that and ready for that. Mm. Um, let's see what else there was. I I did um, so opening day was like also my I did an art show for myself that day. So I also was working on pieces that for the whole walls. Yeah. Um, so that took a while. Um, one of the crazy things was like um, figuring out how to navigate like film wholesale accounts yeah. and things like that because I had never done anything like wholesale like with Got wholesale you. retailers. Yeah, yep. I'm on that. Um, so even just like finding them, yeah, like knowing who to reach out to, yeah, um, took a while. You had to get like a representative and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, right, like right. Yeah, and this it's hard to get in because like when you when you reach out to them they're like who are you do you have a store like are you really right. selling this or are you just trying to sell it on right. eBay yes like why yes. Okay. you yes. know like there's a there's a, a gatekeeping in a good way because you don't want that stuff to just right. be so mm-hmm. what was that process like there? yeah I, I did not know that um yeah. I didn't even think of that I ended yeah. up like emailing reaching out to like a bunch of different other like yeah. film stores mm. and just like Shot in the dark, maybe yeah. they'll give me the plug, <laughs> and one of them did. Yeah, oh, and like in you... in different cities, right? Yeah. So there's no like direct competition or anything necessarily. Mm. Um, yeah, gotcha. Okay. And once you do it once, and you get the formula, then you can right. repeat, and, yeah. and then then you kind of you have you have your way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. But I, I feel you too. So also, when you start out, like right. I was only ordering a couple hundred bucks right. worth of film, right? Yeah. Like, now right. it's a couple thousand. I got an account. Right. With uh, with one place that we send um, some printing to, and we have to spend about forty thousand a year to keep mm-hmm. the, to keep our. Account. Oh, that's crazy! Oh, yeah. okay. So these are stipulations that they Correct. put on those. So if you don't keep up, then yeah. they're like, "No, you're not wholesaling." Mm-hmm. You, you like, guys deal with videography as well, like Black Magic. <laughs> um, Black Magic. What do you mean? I mean, like Lumix uh, lenses, and I mean Lumix lenses, right? Because Lumix is also a photography thing as mm. well. But like, um, um, do you guys do anything with video? No. Okay. We really don't. We only sell film cameras. Film cameras. Um, like f- 
like still like 35 millimeter still photography cameras okay okay you have some polaroids every once in a while yeah we've polaroids yeah too, do you guys also deal with like the lights and stuff like that or? no um i've tried actually we've tried to sell like camera gear like tripods yeah um well, we do sell like some camera bags and straps and things like that, but yeah. more in-depth things like lighting, backdrops, nah. You got any one-on-one camera bags? <laughs> Have you all done that yet? Uh, not one-on-ones, but we did just put out our first one recently, but it yeah. sold out pretty quick. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, yo, I was like, you know what? I need a new camera bag. Camera yeah. bags are important, man. Having the right one, but I want something that looks dope. Yeah. All the good, all the old ones. Because I, I like thrifting. Mm-hmm. So I go thrifting and I grab them up, and they just look so cruddy. Some of them have some cool colors to them, but just want to spice them up a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Make it your own. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a computer bag, right? You know, just want to make it funky and fresh and dope and all those things. Anyway, my fault. <laughs> <It was laughs> my own little rant about camera bags. <laughs> so I'll keep an eye out for you, man. All right. <laughs> Tell me about uh, the fu- what the f- future might hold. Any um, goals or aspirations or things that uh, where you kind of see a trend and you're like, ooh, I think we might kind of move in this direction or you think just full steam ahead, keep doing what you're doing? Um, a bit of both, full yeah. steam ahead for sure. Um, yeah. You know, I really burned myself out doing all those art shows last summer. Yeah. Like we were doing two shows a month. Yeah. Um, and plus different events on top of those and things. So we haven't actually yeah. had like a proper show since April, yeah. which was the junk drawer. Right. Um, so so I, have you learned to kind of balance a little bit better or you just going to go too hard and then burn out and then go at hard the time I didn't, I didn't have any employees either. Yeah. So right, it right, was right. all me doing it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, I think it'll be a bit easier now. Yeah. Um, finding so, that balance is not easy. I'm, oh, sti- I'm no, still man. working on it. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to do more shows. Yeah. Um, I really love those. I just love art shows Yeah. and I love the community element of it. I love absolutely to give other people opportunities to show their things. Yeah. Um, so you had a really cool one where you, um, you had studio four down the street and then yeah. you had yours and, um, it was like a dual show where you kind of had to go to both places to yeah. see the full thing. Yeah. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was super cool. Yeah. You know, after we get done with the podcast, I'll take you over to the spot where the show is. I'll give you a, a behind the scenes. Okay, cool. It should be up by the time we get done. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah, so I, w- I want to do more shows. Yeah. Um, I think I'm ready. We, we just announced our, f- uh, well, yeah. yesterday. Right. It's a group photo show, um, for November 11th. Um, which I'm excited about. I've always yeah. wanted to do a group show in yeah. the past. It's just been like single people showing. Right. Right. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see how it goes. Is there a yeah. theme or is there, a... there's no theme. So is there we... impromptu kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just, it's, Community. it's all, it's all photography or like photography related artwork. Yeah. Um, so mission based. Um, there's a couple people who are going to be like curating it off of submissions. Um, but yeah, we didn't want to do a theme because like I feel like you do a theme and like you like neglect some people in a way because like Absolutely. you know. No, yeah. I get it, man. But shout out to y'all, man, because I don't feel like and that was something when it was creating the space that I was a part of. Yeah. It was like photographers don't get enough love. You go to these mm-hmm. galleries, you'll see you'll see artwork, but like the photography is man, that's art in itself. You yeah. know, and I don't think there's enough places that really put it on mm-hmm. display like mm-hmm. um 
So, you know, that was a few shows that we did over there that was specifically about that. Mm -hmm. Photography. It was impromptu. You know, it wasn't like no theme, like you said, no theme. You just bring what you got, you mm -hmm. know. We want to we see, you know, that what, who you are. Yeah. You know, you can tell a lot about... Uh, you can just tell a lot about a person behind the camera yeah. by seeing what they do sure. from that camera. Yeah. So it's, it was just uh, it's beautiful. But it's, it's beautiful to see a spot that photographer, photographers can come uh -huh. and say, this is for you. Yeah, right. this that, is for that, you. Was, that has been so yeah. important to me. Yeah. Like, people yeah, ask yeah. to hang paintings all the time. I'm just like, I'm sorry. That's no what, way. It will you never, ever, ever happen. Yeah, yeah. stand on that. Stand yeah. on that because they get that all the time yeah. everywhere they go. Oh, so, I missed a part. Yeah. But you do do art photography. We do, yes. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of something that stemmed from um, my print shop. We, we offered that as a service, and then we kind of rolled it over into when you opened yours. It was like, yeah. oh, you should keep doing it there. And yeah. I'm not really going to, you know, no, no point in me trying to I don't to know do what it. that is. Um, so, like, artists who need. Um, oh, art photography. That's right. right. You, yes. He was, oh, yes. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking pictures of other people's. Yeah. Uh, for, for their portfolios or reproductions or. Brenda ordered again websites. last week. Okay. Oh, okay. So Pittsburgh, to make an even smaller connection for you, um, you work with the community a lot, and right now you're working with Trace on yes. this next show, and they, they yeah, supply yeah. some beer for you, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. You've developed a, a relationship. You're right there on the same street. You've developed a, a relationship. You know, you know Adam. Yes. Shout yeah. out to Trace, man. I love <laughs> yeah, Adam. We love I Trace. Love baby. Was, he the, was he the first episode on your podcast? Yeah, he was number two. Okay. He was number two. No, number three. He was number three. Okay. Yeah, the art of conversation. That was <laughs> Adam Sorma, man. That's my guy, man. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's he, my dude. He, he's Love just, him. just, I don't know. If, if if Mr. Rogers was like from the hood, that's what I, no, I mean, Adam ain't from the hood. But he's, he has like this, he's a pure, just. A really a, unique charisma. Yeah, but phenomenal human being. Yeah. Just in general, man, I've never seen that man, like, do anything with uh, bad intentions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even know. I don't know if he gets mad. I don't know if that was ever <laughs> something he experienced in his life, but he's just a dope person. Yeah. And a great, just a, just one of the people I look up to, man. I love it. So, Pittsburgh. Same, man. Same. Yeah. If anyone's listening that's not in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is a very um, tight-knit community, even though we are... Kind of like a, a bigger city. It's not not the biggest, you know, um, but we are. Th there's a lot of overlap, and so with uh, with two friends to either side of me, um, I'm able to kind of connect some dots mm -hmm. and, and see um, how there's been mm -hmm. interweaves. Yeah, and um, you know Cam too. By oh, the way, Cam it. was the Cam was the first show we did at yeah. at the bodega. Cam was the first person to buy my art. Yeah. Um, when I when I when I became a full time artist and I realized like oh I got something here he came in before the show even started he came in and was like oh I want that piece it was uh, a skeleton I made with like dreadlocks holding mm. a coffee mug um, I think I remember that piece yeah. did I do prints of that no no okay. this was like when I very first started before I even had my studio gotcha. I did a gotcha. show over there he came in and was like I, I gotta have it it kind of did look like him as well too so <laughs> it was dope and it was oh like, he's all about that coffee yeah yeah and this right, was yeah. yeah this was right when his transition when I'm going into full time just doing my photography this that type of thing it was right when he was on the edge of it yeah and it was just like yo it that's what gave me I sent him a whole message of it too like if I could probably pull up the text but um it, it was it was it was when I realized like oh this is real I can do this yeah yeah he was the first person like gotcha. first like first person to make a purchase there's something that wasn't like ten dollars it was like like a few hundred dollars he was yeah. that guy to come home with me 
Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And this before the show started, my first show. <laughs> I was like, well, not my, fr- my first, like, real show, I call it. Yeah. But it was like, yo, he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And I sold out the whole thing, pretty yeah. much. But he was, like, the first person before mm-hmm. the show started. He grabbed it. I was like, kudos to that man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. dope. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, in your personal experiences, do you have anything, like, let's say you you can go back and uh, as a ghost, where this is like Halloween, and you can go back as a ghost to yourself when you were first thinking about starting this business and opening up a store and everything like that. Is there any advice you would have given yourself? Um, hire people sooner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's uh, like, if I could, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's kind of like learning to let things go a little bit, like yes, in the right way. Man, that was you don't, so hard. For, I don't. Yeah. I feel like maybe we've probably talked about that before but yeah, that yeah. was so hard for it's still hard for me but yes, i've gotten much better at it um people very close to me have yeah uh confronted me in ways about it because i was like just tearing myself apart yeah how, how did you do it because I, like I, letting go uh, of something when you're doing everything mm-hmm. and then you have to bring somebody in and you have to trust them yeah you have to trust that they're going to do you know what the, what to make it what it needs to be and it is, like you said, it's hard to let go. Mm-hmm. How did you start to be able to digest that? Um, just realizing that, like, I, I don't know, you hire people for reasons. Right. Like, yes. everyone who works at the store, like, yeah. knows what's going on at the store. But besides that, they have individual skill sets. Yeah. Okay. Um, so getting to learn all of their skill sets right. um, and delegating tasks, like, mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um and just, uh, I think it's also important to show them how much I care about it or how much it all means to me. Yeah. And how much it means to our customers. And, you know, just setting that tone right. for producing quality work and um, giving great customer service. Um, like, we're all on the same page there. So yeah. I think understanding that was helpful. Got you. Um, that, like, hey, these people care about this just as much as I do. So let them be. Like, yeah. let them do their thing, yeah, trust yeah, yeah. them. Like, and you have to, I mean, you have to set some guidelines. You have to communicate, like, what, um, you know, what you're all about and, and lay right. it out for them so that they can be successful. That's mm-hmm. that's a learning curve mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I try anytime I have someone working for me and they aren't quite getting something or they get something wrong, I always blame myself first that, you know, that's mm-hmm. on me for not for sure. um, explaining it correctly the first time or not making sure mm-hmm. that, that they, you know, had the proper tools to do it, to do the job right. And then once you explain to it 10, 20 times and they, you, you're sure that they know what they're doing and mm-hmm. then they don't do it right, then then I can be like, hey, all right, you're, yeah. you're kind of not getting it. Um, speaking of which, so like as a business owner, there's lots of um, lots and lots of upsides where you're very happy about everything that you're doing and, and there's lots to be joyful about. Uh, but then there are things where you have to either like let, you have to end relationships with either a customer or a employee. Mm-hmm. Have you had to go through that at all yet? Um, in terms of employees, no. Yeah. Um, customers. Mm, also no. Yeah. Um, so no. So it's a different, so yours is like a, for a retail business, I could definitely understand for, for the most part that there's going to be certain customers that, um, or for most, for the most part, you're, you're going to be able to service everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, but like for something that's a little more niche, like 
doing um, film developing where like if you do it and then someone's not happy with it is there ever a point where you're like I think maybe I'm not the right person to develop the film for you no I yeah. always want another shot yeah okay um but there's been one time and I hate to even say it but there <laughs> has been one time we messed up somebody's film order okay and it was when I was just starting yeah. I have since put in like a bunch of you know checks and balances to make gotcha. sure it never happens again yeah but um it's a delicate they, they thing. still they still bring their film to us good, so. good. <laughs> oh, good. you know yeah I, I'll, I'll never be like hey this is out of my got you uh, uh, maybe that's not true i, I kind of see what you're saying if it's like if like if it's something that we i don't we can't handle yeah i would certainly like give a recommendation or delegate it to somebody else got but, you I, I haven't come across that yet, I don't think. So but I'm not afraid to say no, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Because what so, if it's like yeah. rare film from like 45 years ago? <laughs> yeah. And they was like, yo, this is a family yeah. heirloom. No, we, we do that We do that a lot. Yeah. Okay. We so do you, film like that a lot. You're uh-huh. taking that chance? Yeah. Um, for sure. One shot? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's day. Dope. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Dope. We believe Yeah, we got it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are some... Um, under kind of that tone of what you're saying, there are some like old rolls of film that um, require a special, um, require a chemical process basically that is extinct. So it's no gotcha. longer around. You can use some of the newer chemical processes to work on with to develop those films. Yeah. But you get kind of, um, say it's like a color film, it might come out black. Gotcha. So if people bring those in, I'll turn them down actually. Okay. Um, yeah. Got you. So, and for a example where I'm, I'm uh, comparing is like, I had a customer that came in today uh, or they didn't, well, they did came by, they came by today, um, but they ordered on Monday and they paid uh, at one in the morning this morning. And then they came by at three and they, their order wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean, you guys just paid for your order. Uh-huh. Uh, I got, we got, two weeks worth of orders that are due today uh-huh. and uh you know you're on the list but you're towards the bottom of the uh. list and so we'll, we'll get to you and they're like, no cancel it one i want a refund you know whatever and it's like sometimes those people um push themselves out in a way where it's like that that if i if i would have kept doing work for them they would have just ended up being a headache yeah um right. so you have to be able to see that going into it and mm-hmm. know that like this might not be the best situation. You kind of can't cater to every single person. So mm-hmm. there might be someone that's like, hey, can you develop this film right now? And you, you got to be like, yeah, that's not how this works. Like, yeah. I got yeah. I got 40 rolls of film. People waiting. Uh, yeah. Realize, you fill man, this out. You come back in two weeks. If yeah. you say yes to everything, then you kind of stand for nothing. For, you, stand right. for, you don't stand for anything. Mm-hmm. And I realize when it comes to business, it's not about the yeses. It's about what you're willing to say no to. Absolutely. It's like the mm. real important thing. Right. That's the real important thing. Man, that thing. hits, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's like I can say yes to all these things, but the thing that I that most resonates with me, for me to find it, yeah. I have to be able to say no. And right. that was like the hard. That's still to this day one of the hardest two-letter words <laughs> in existence. It really is, right. yeah. And right. um, but knowing that and knowing that that's a you know that that's part of the process. And and once you start to do that, hmm. you start to see your I think productivity kind of go up. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and, and because you're actually doing things that you enjoy doing. Right. Yeah. And you're doing things that actually fit into. I feel like you started on that foot. Yeah. Real like real like. Uh, on on a path where you kind of knew 
where you were focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. You, you, you said that, that it did resonate with you. Um, so what area, like I described a few ways that, that maybe didn't, um, how did it hit? You said like, ooh, that hits. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, for me, it was like, yeah. I was like, I, like I've mentioned a couple of times, just burning myself out because people would come in and they would be yeah. like, hey, can you do this overnight? I'll give you some extra money. Right. And okay. starting yeah, out, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, let's get it. Let's go. Right. Same. For the first, you know, year and a half or whatever. And I it was wasn't cheapest, until I would take everything. Yeah. It wasn't until a couple of months ago, I'll be like, no, I can't do it. Right. I cannot do that for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I feel comfortable saying that. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's um, you have to value yourself to a point yeah. where. Um, I'm not going to check my schedule for you. I just know <laughs> I can't do it. That's yeah. just I'm no. sorry. That's just no. It's not knowing who you are, but knowing who you're not. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the one thing. You know who you're not, then you'll, you'll get to who you are. Uh-huh. Right. You're just like, that's just not for me. Yeah. You, you, you'll continue to find that thing where that makes you, you know. You at your, your best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm sure you can relate to this, but people yeah. like wanting to show work in the space. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sh- I got some things back here I would never be able to show it to another human being. <laughs> uh, just no. Yeah. It's just no. It's yeah, like, like people yeah. hit us up all the time. Like, can I do an art show? It's like, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily work that way. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a thing, man. And, uh, and at first, I, I used to like, it was more so, yeah, 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 because I just wanted people to show their art. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, knowing what type of artist, not what type of artist you want to work with, but what artists kind of fit best for what we're doing and how they approach things. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, um, even some people that aren't ready, like, I like to give them an opportunity, but they still have to have some skin in the game. I, I don't want somebody to just bring their art and drop it off, not hangable or anything yeah. like that. You got to kind of, I had to figure out ways to, be able to identify mm. if this is a person I want to work with mm-hmm. and is it going to be, you know, something that's going to be beneficial to them and won't be just a one-time thing. It'll be mm. something that can actually help them. Yeah, so how um, do you do that? Yeah, how do you do that? It, it goes through experience. You mm-hmm. know, it goes through understanding how to identify the person that kind of fits in that, that funnel, mm-hmm. you know, as or in, in, that, yeah. in that mold. How do I do it? I, I, I like to... I like to see, you know, um, for one, are they consistent, right? If, are they just, is it, is it like, oh, I just, just got into art and I just created these works and I want to show them. Does it, does it have a voice? Like, what mm-hmm. are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the paint on the canvas. Is why the paint hit the canvas that really attaches to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what really attracts me. Like, it doesn't even matter sometimes what the art looks like, but it's the reason why you're creating it. Mm-hmm. Because there, there will be a cohesiveness in it. But it'll be like I want, I want, I want the stories. I want the conversations to come from it. It's, it's, it's not really about the piece selling, but it's the conversations that happen when people are seeing the piece, mm-hmm. because that's what the world's missing. The world's missing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. The conversations. That's why I'm loving why podcasts are getting big. Because for us to identify any problems and create world peace or, or just harmony between ourselves, yeah. and to find out our solutions to these problems. It first comes with identifying the problems and being willing to be able to conversate about them. Absolutely. So, um, you know, art is a universal language. Uh, you don't, we don't have to speak the same language if we look at a piece and we get mm-hmm. that same feeling with, we're communicating in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, I don't know. That's, it's, it has to tap in on not all those things, but some of those things that I mentioned have to be present. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one of those things if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to try to get to it, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just like one of those moments where you're taking that picture, you just know that's it. Yeah, it's, but you, um, you don't you don't necessarily like um, 
I mean, there's a business side to that too, no? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Not and I can tell, I can tell the way you speak on it. You're, you don't really, you're more interested in, um, showing the art and the stories. Right. Like working um, as a curator. Yeah. But the business, there's a business side to it. Right. We can't deny that. Right. Right. And that's the part that I'm still learning. Yeah. And like Tim just had a very successful show, right? Yeah. Oh, Tim had, yeah. Tim had a very successful show. And this new show that's going up, I feel like it's going to be one that, that resonates with, the um, the public very right. well, you know the colors and those type of things. But you have to fine tune how, I mean, as a curator, what it is you're looking for, how you present it. Yeah. Um, all it's not just yeah. arranging a wall. No, no, it's marketing. It's you know how 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 are we approaching this show? You know, are we are we going to go through the backstories? Uh, is that the only way it's going to make them really get what this is about? By not, you know, it's um, there's a piece over there called March third. And it's a woman in a, in a, and this is just an example. There's a woman in a, a wedding dress. And this is called March 3rd. And I love this piece because it was the, that's the greatest day known to man. It's my birthday. And that's the name of it. So when I, I walked past the artist's uh, uh, <laughs> studio and I said, yo, this is called March 3rd. It's my birthday. That's a beautiful piece. And uh, she said, yeah, that's my, that's my divorce date. I was like, oh, shit. So I never look at the piece the same. But also yeah. I laugh at it every time because right. I have the backstory. So sometimes helping people, Nudging people to the the idea of where it came from and not letting their imaginations do too much work, uh, kind of helps them resonate with it. And then, you know, um, that's one thing that I found out to help. But I'm still trying to figure out a lot of other things. You know? But right. that's one thing that I, I enjoy doing is telling, you know, trying to give somewhat of a backstory and not rob their imagination of right. of what the piece is about. But but at least nudge them a little closer so they have to do less less thinking. People right. don't like to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, people like your brain doesn't like to work too hard to get what it needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have to try to lower that to minimal. Uh, yeah, you just as, as easy as possible. Yeah. And I think the higher probability of them purchasing it probably will go up or even just falling in love with it acknowledging I mean, it really yeah. is what it is about acknowledging right it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think that comes first problem. someone falls in love with it if, yeah. if you could help them along that journey Absolutely. as a curator yeah. then that then they um it kind of yeah. opens up their um heart and mind into yeah. whatever the pieces are and and then they um you have to fall in love with it first and then you open your wallet mm-hmm. and you want to take That's it home like, uh, you know? something i think about a lot is um between the store and customers like eliminating hesitations mm-hmm. right so that could so you're more you're people. the most retail out of the three of us yeah i, I like, think that's more important yeah. than like retail space right. where like it could be like where the price tag is on the yeah. on the pieces and on the sleeve is it right. in right. on the tag inside like right. how does that affect decision making processes super interesting when somebody's shopping i love um, that i love the, that yeah. how the, the clothes are spaced, yeah. like how, um, like if they're hard to like get into. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like those little details. Like yeah. I love to think yeah. about. There's a book. There's a book called Nudge that talks yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. And also, that's why they have. That's why I realized they have candy at the front of the grocery store because uh-huh. that's where the kids ask. That's <laughs> right. that's the that's the last thing. It's uh-huh. like you know we went through all this. You're in the line. Your kids right here. What are they going to ask for when they're uh-huh. there? That's why like, right. it's 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 one of those impulsive sales. Like that's right. what impulsive sales. Or when you're waiting at TJ Maxx and you you kind of walk and you're in that line and you're waiting and there's all these 
the stuff that you don't need. Yeah. And people, you have time. So the impulse buys. Yeah, yeah. Man. right. It, you're absolutely right. I didn't. That's yeah. really dope. So how did you learn about that? Ah, just just observation. Just observation. Yeah, hundred. Now, when you me. were uh, going through Monroeville Mall as a kid, were were the, <laughs> was there did the callback? Yeah. Um, were was that at all in your head? Like, how is this displayed? Why is it put here? Like, was that going I on in so. your head at the time? I think so. Yeah, um, it still is too. Yeah. Like, what? Um, you want to see how the pros do it because they spend uh, millions yeah. on it. Yes. Yeah. American yeah. Eagle is right here in Pittsburgh, and they have a layout of all four of their stores in actual size, and they they have full-time people that mm-hmm. fold clothes, put yeah. them there, then the executives walk through, see how they like it. Nope, move this, this. Yeah. They come back the next day, and they yeah. see what, where, how it's changed. I love and it's, to think about that. Stuff. Yeah, and so like that, that's a whole freaking job yeah. where like they're, they're just changing it, changing uh-huh. it, changing it. And then so what you see is the final product, is, and it's something that might just be tweaked a little bit from what the season was before. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to, to look at that and know what you're looking for and see that, and, yeah. and, and I, I think that's you know, huge, huge industry. Throughout your whole story, that's yeah. been the common theme. You know that, right? Identifying. Yeah, you know, uh, as 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 you were, you know, shoveling snow and then all these other things, and you know, you're always identifying yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. And it, it's all really organic. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any but proper been, business education nah, or experience, man. I'm just. It's like, been a common thing, though. Yeah. You know, identifying that oh, the the film, yeah, these mean. those things are riding your bike in uh-huh. uh, for four hundred. You know, create. You're like there has to be something more to this, and you yeah. identify. And now it, you can't turn that off either. Like yeah. that, you'll have that forever. Every time you walk <laughs> into a store, I already know what's going through your mind. It's oh, like, it yeah, is. He could do that a little better if they. If this was right here. Uh-huh. Like, but I know that also keeps you engaged. It's like right, always it having does. a camera on you. Yeah. You're right. always engaged. That's why I love art because you're like, yeah. oh, that'd be a nice picture. Uh-huh. That. You just can't turn it off, so you use it for other things. That's dope, though, man. Yeah. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm in Target like looking at what the shelves are made out of. Like, <laughs> oh, God damn well, like, you don't need nothing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, how big is that printer on the wall? Yeah. You know, yeah, right, man? Yeah, in it, yeah, in it, man. So before we do uh, chop this down, I, yeah. there's one thing I want to ask that we didn't really get a chance to tap on, and that was the logo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, well, I mean, you know, um, I I want to ask because when it comes to logos and you going through the the problems you said you were having, you mm-hmm. know, you found two people trying to skim the uh, skim your logo. Mm-hmm. You know, do you did you protect it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like I said, the first time that happened, we um, we squashed it in the DMs. They uh, it's still annoying. They are still like it was terrible. It was the yeah. Let me let me think about what I'm about to say. <laughs> you about to, <laughs> about to go off on it. Uh, <laughs> it's just so annoying, man. I'm just like, can people just come up with an original creative idea? It's not that hard. Or hire someone to do, yeah. do a logo yeah. for you. Like, right. why do you have to go online and steal somebody's actual logo and change change the uh, the just wording? The it's just crazy to me. Same it's amount so of unique. the garage door and everything. Yeah, though. right. Yeah. Um, exact. Colors, everything. So the first one was slightly different off top, but shape was there, colors were there, font was there. Um, Like I said, they they, um, had a graphic designer they were working with who obviously he went ahead and stole it or whatever but yeah um so they did like some redos of it and they kept sending it back and i would be like not good enough not good enough not good enough until finally until finally i was like okay it finally does not look like it (laughs) kudos to them though 
Yeah. yeah. Kudos to them too for yeah. just be like you know accepting that too, yeah. and not having too much pride to be like you know what he's absolutely right, and how would they feel? They had empathy, right? Yeah. You know. Um, the yeah. second time has been more ridiculous though. Okay. Um, it's an exact copy of the logo. Yeah. All they did was change the um, change Text. the wording to yeah. like uh, their branding. Yeah. Or their their brand name, not. Um, so uh, I reached out in the in um, the DM again and said, "Hey, you know, we're this store in Pittsburgh. This has been our logo for almost five years. Um, yeah. It's designed by my friend. I have the original Photoshop file. Uh, you know, the whole spiel." And uh, they were just really nasty about it, like oh. really, 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 mm. really, 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 really saying inappropriate things. Yeah. Um, that's just totally not even related, like get your money up, uh, 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 stuff like that, you know, uh, like really nasty, like, yeah, just terrible. So, th- uh, yeah. So then, um, we have a cease and desist to them. So we're still working on that, but, okay. Gotcha. Okay. um, yeah. Now, is that something that uh, Pseudo Dudo is part of Pseudo because he's Dudo. the artist <laughs> or is that he Dudo, is not, man. you know, I, I, I and this is something I think about a lot. Well, too, how does he Josh feel is, about it? Like, did did he know? Uh, oh, I sent it thing? to him. He was yeah. just like, "LOL." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we we've been such good friends for right. so long. It, our relationship is different than how he like does paperwork with other clients and things. Mm-hmm. I think also, um, this logo was towards the beginning of when he started mm. doing graphic design, so his contracts weren't as laid out as they are now. Right. right. Um. Specifically with things like um, copyrights and yeah. like um, usage rights, things yeah. like that. Gotcha. So uh, I don't necessarily have any of those yeah. and, uh, with him. So, um, but yeah, he was just like, "LOL, right. not again." Yeah, <laughs> people are wild. About to die on us. Okay, no, I was gonna wrap it up anyway. Okay, cool. so um, we'll go ahead and let you start uh, with uh, you know a little outro. If you wanted to say anything, uh, any final words. Um, and then plug all the ways that people can find you, mm-hmm. uh, both personally, business, and uh, make sure people know who you are, what you're doing, and, yeah. then, uh, and then we'll go oh. from your side to the other okay, side. Okay, cool. Um, one thing I, w- I wanted to touch on was, like, I will never, um, you know, neglect the amount of luck and, like, timing and things that have gone into this success. Yeah. I just think that's, like, the most beautiful thing in business is like these Absolutely. serendipitous things that line up and happen. I love that. Absolutely. Um, Same. Okay. And I've had things go well and things go bad. I mean, like COVID yeah. hit, we, we, we opened a second store and then we had to close it. And then we, um, you know, a good thing that yeah. happened, like You've we had a store a sure. and then we, we moved to a different place and I would have never found And I love it. I would have never found that if, mm-hmm. if that didn't push me mm-hmm. to like, oh, well, maybe we need to find something different. Yeah. You know, um, I th- so they say, say luck should not be part of this strategy, but it happens and not not yeah. actually taking advantage of the luck that you receive is is the is is the I think is the main thing, right? Because right. it when it happens you gotta identify it and right. actually you know, yeah, it, it's identifying it is is key, yeah. but it's part of it. Mm-hmm. It is part it of is, everything yeah. that we're yeah. doing. You know, and good luck happens, bad luck happens. Yeah. There's a book from Jim Collins that wrote about this. is is really dope, man. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm happy you said that, man, because that yeah. that's this could be a whole another episode on <laughs> hey, itself. We'd love to have a part two. You gonna have to have a part two. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I cut that right into. It. I love that though. Yeah. That was that's. Well, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up with you too, because that's something I really think about a lot. 
Um, but yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at uh, Pat Bruner. Um, <laughs> bank, the way you brought that bank, in. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Pat Bruner for me because there's a few different spellings. Pat, uh, P-A-T, Bruner, B-R-U-E-N-E-R. Cool. On there, I post a lot of like personal work, um, different projects I'm working on personally. Um, and then we, of course, has have the Bodega page, which is Bankrupt Bodega. Yeah. Um, and then the Film Lab has its own page, which is Bodega Film Lab. Okay. Um, on there, we really just share, like, examples of customers, like, film that we've developed. So that's kind of a community page in itself. Got you. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have a show coming up, a group show, um, November 11th at the store. Um, That's 2022. I'm happy you did that right there because I was going to do it, yeah. People yeah. listen for years, so I don't want to. Yeah. It'll be showing up November 12th and 2030. <laughs> 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 Heard about the show on this podcast. Yeah, so that's in about a month. You got um, to do it annually now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. Got you. Yeah. November cool. 12th, man, right? 11th. And 11th. 11th. November 11th, 2022, guys. com. Yes. People can find you there. And then yeah, all yeah, the other social media are there. Yeah, we sell yeah. film on there. We have... Um, What's the farthest place you've shipped to? Uh, or mostly local stuff? Canada. I don't I don't yeah. think we've gone like really properly overseas. Um, gotcha. California all the time for yeah. a lot of film out there. Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. Um, oh, another thing I wanted to mention is um, we did the Trace beer collab, the Pinhole yeah. Ale. Yeah. Um, it has since sold out at the brewery, but I just heard that we're, that we're redoing it. Awesome. So that should be coming Shout out again out. in like uh, probably like six weeks. Come cool. on with it. They'll have it again. Yeah, which is Love awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Grab a drink. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'll go next. So you can check me out. Uh, my Instagram, Josh Snyder eighty six. Um. And that's Snyder with an I. And that's the best place to reach me on a personal level. That's where I post uh, my art and my things, a lot of family stuff. Uh, love going camping, traveling, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, and I'll, I'll post some stuff here about business here and there. The podcast, Thoughtful Discussions, also on Instagram. That's probably the best way, way to reach me um, about the podcast. I'm also on uh, Facebook with it, but it's just more so reposting from there uh and uh let's see for the for the print shop um i mean that's the day-to-day we uh we have over six thousand customers that we work with over the past eight years and uh we've been very blessed to be able to to do that and and move forward every day try to get a little bit better and we've had a lot of different iterations of uh of what the print shop has been, but you can check us out. You can order online, pghprintship.com. And uh, we have a bunch of different types of printing that we do, but we uh, we love to, to do a lot of work with uh, local people as, as well as we ship stuff nationwide. And, um, so it's, uh, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it. Sierra Sellers actually was on the podcast recently. I know cool. she's one of the people that you photograph mm-hmm. very often. Yeah, I love working and, with her. And uh, we make her stickers too. So. Cool. Uh, but I could go nice. on and on. We yeah. just did an order for Tev- Devin Colbank yesterday. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot of uh, interweaving uh, in Pittsburgh. And, and uh, definitely, we've been definitely. Be very happy to, uh, to be a part of this community, place. very thankful that we get to do this and thankful that we get to do this podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah, check us out. 
All right. Hey, you guys. I wanna, first, I want to thank you all for listening, man. Hopefully, you've gathered some type of value out of this conversation. Yeah. There was a lot of gems dropped. This is Corey Ochai with the 1028 Podcast here with my, my good fellows <laughs> over here, man. Josh Schneider, man. Love you, man. I appreciate, you. I appreciate everything that we're doing here and also these magnificent, immaculate guests that we've been having. Um, guys, it's, uh, Pittsburgh's a beautiful place, but um, you can find me at 1028 Podcast on on uh, Instagram, as well as Facebook, as well as TikTok, even though I don't post on Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. He will one day. I know he will. If he keeps getting on me like this, it's going to settle in. Um, also, you go on YouTube at the 1028 Podcast as well. You can check out content on there as well. Um, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, What's your personal Instagram? Oh, personal Instagram. Your is art. Me. Yeah, my art. Ooh, almost, oh, my goodness. I almost forgot that. <laughs> M-U-V-E. 78 so move 78 that's m-u-v-e 78 uh this whole story behind that if you go through some of the podcasts you'll find out what that is um but yeah man guys check us out uh continue to listen go out there do something beautiful the world is counting on you uh and don't forget that this world is our blank canvas and it's up to each and every one of us to grab a a brush and help paint this masterpiece together so go out there and paint away guys all right we out yep peace